What's going on, guys? You are listening to the We. My goodness, I'm gonna get this eventually. You are listening to the You Can Miss Me with that podcast. I am your host, Luther. I am here with my mentor, Reggie. Thank you so much for hopping on, Reggie. How you doing? Oh man, we're doing fantastic, brother. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, glad that you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Kind of short notice as well. Couple like couple days and. Uh, I know Reggie, you're doing big things. As I love watching you grow from afar. Um, obviously, we both work at the same place, so we're kind of hit that we can't work in the traditional way. But then I know you also have a, a business that's growing, and I want to plug that. Uh, can you just can you just tell me how you're doing, and then let's let's start talking about your business, and then we'll go from there. Well, first and foremost, I want to you know give honor and homage to you, man. Thank you for having us on your podcast, man. Um, we're so proud of you. Um, remember when you first started it? And, uh, you know, you invited us. I know. <laughs> you invited us to talk about the fraternities and all that kind of stuff. But to see you grow, man, it's, it's, it's a testament to your hard work and your dedication. So I want to definitely salute you for your efforts. So with respect to um, with the business, uh, Vintage Prints 1976 is a, a clothing brand as well as a printing apparel company, uh, which we specialize in uh, DTG, which stands for direct to garment. And so unlike vinyl or unlike screen uh, printing, uh, direct-to-garment mm-hmm. um, actually um, is a new technology of printing um, in which it takes like about two minutes to actually print a garment and it actually burns the ink in directly into the garment. So you don't have to worry about any peeling or any cracking. Uh, we can print like about 30 colors uh, at one time. Um, mm-hmm. And when you take your hand and actually go against the fibers of the shirt, front or back, it feels exactly like the shirt. So it's not raised up off the shirt, um, mm-hmm. which does not lead to, you know, shrinking and all that kind of stuff, man. So we, we've been um, very, very proud of the products that our customers, um, they've been very, very pleased of, you know, what we've manufactured and what they've been um, extremely um, uh, patriotic, uh, patriotic, I didn't mean to say patriotic, they've been extremely supportive of this endeavor mm-hmm. so we're grateful for that uh well it's been kind of fun watching because i've you've given me little glimpses into how your your whole operation works and also being able to help you just when you have some questions about some designs yeah, yeah. um so being able to just kind of see the whole thing and i'm sitting there and i'm like man once i think uh maybe this whole kind of COVID thing was a good thing to kind of obviously you, we talked before the podcast that you were taking care of stuff around the house but also it kind of gives you a chance to really look at your business how you do your business model making sure everything's running up right and also i remember we talked about you were thinking about maybe changing up your website a couple yeah. months ago yeah so i think now's actually a really good time to start looking and seeing if you can find something that works for you because well, i'm a, i go ahead no, no no you go ahead I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna chime in when you finish yeah so i'm gonna i think i've shown you that little project that i did what i did for myself and Mm kind of some ideas that i have and i've I've, i always recommend uh wix or squarespace they're actually pretty easy to use Mm -hmm. and you don't have to really worry about the coding and all that stuff that stuff's kind of taken care of for Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. but um we can always just you know eventually if we ever allowed to you know go outside and we we both feel safe you know we'll meet up and we'll kind of just kind of run through some things i i i remember because i was on wicks recently and i'm like oh this could actually work for for you reggie so i said i was like this could actually work for you but that's you know i think you just have to kind of see it for yourself well you know i've learned man that you grow through collaborative efforts and so what i don't know that's what i always lean on to you because that's your expertise the whole you know digital space or 
the whole you know photo space and all that kind of stuff i'm i'm very limited um and i'm not proud to say this uh, with my technology uh with regards to like photoshop or with um i can create the designs but some things i'm not an expert on so that's when i you know have to reach out to you to get your guidance because that's what you you know that's what you that's your skill trade um mm-hmm. what i've learned um throughout this in process this entire process is that I enjoy doing it because right now I'm small um, and I have grown. I've learned to get my um, uh, professional packaging out. When I first started, I was going to Walmart, just getting some bubble wrap and sending it, sending it out to folks. But then I started and I, I didn't get no complaints. The, the product was still good, but I, I take pride in everything that I do. You know, I print the garments myself. I package the garments mm-hmm. myself. I send them out mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. when it, when my name is attached to anything and my company name is attached to anything, it has to be premium. I'm sitting here mm-hmm. watching um, the last dance, just like most of America uh, mm-hmm. is watching the 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 methodical approach that Michael Jordan took to the game. And I'm trying to adopt mm-hmm. that same approach uh, to Vintage Prince 1976 because we want to we want to make sure that when people uh, invest in us. And they entrust us with their project that we're producing the merchandise that they are um, satisfied um, and that they'll keep coming back and back again. Okay, so let's start. Let's let's just dive right on right on in, because I I, want to take a real hard uh, look at your business here. So how has kind of COVID affected your business? Because I think in a lot of terms, there's certain companies right now that are just raking it in in terms of uh, money wise. I I picture all the streaming platforms are killing the game right now. Um, I think uh, what is it? Small businesses like my like uh, just kind of use my mom, for example. She's seen a real uptick in her businesses in in her Mm -hmm. her business. So how's COVID affected your uh, business in particular? In fact, I mean, for me personally, just like when you were just alluding to your mom, my business has actually exploded. Um, one, because of, again, you know, we could, I don't want to toot my own horn, but we are very proud of the quality um, as well as the products we put out. But I think the thing is that everybody's been on lockdown, so they can't go to the malls. You know, they cannot go um, to various places throughout their community. So the easiest thing for them to do is to have the online platform and to itch their scratch. They're surfing and they're finding products and merchandise that they like and they're purchasing it. And as a result, we've been a, a, a benefactor of um, of the of our our our, um, our patriots, if you will, that has mm-hmm. been very supportive to the business. I've been asked to create designs. Can you print designs? Um, we've also been working with people's budgets. Um, from what they, you know, because they've been impacted financially, uh, it's, it's everybody want to be in business to make a profit, but sometimes it's more profitable to help other people when you can. And so, but because we've been able to work with their budgets, uh, they've been seen, they've, they've seemed to be very appreciative and very supportive, um, and supporting our business. So COVID, COVID, uh, 19, um, despite it's a terrible, uh, has had a terrible impact on our economic and our health wise as a society. Business wise, we, you know, we've been doing, we've been doing pretty good. Well, okay. So let's, let's dive on. So what was, uh, how has COVID affected your family? We kind of heard how it's affected your business. Um, I need to go on that. There, I, there was a shirt. I, I was just on your site ironically recently. Mm-hmm. There was a shirt on there. I really like, I can't remember, 
Um, also, I got to get the support black businesses shirt because I think that shirt's fire. Cool. I think I it's fire. That. Yeah. I so um, I got to I got to hop on there. I got to get a couple shirts, especially now that the best part about COVID for me was like, it's time for me to like really look over, like spring cleaning to the max. Yeah. Donating some stuff, all that. Um, and then I'm sitting there like, I need to I need to class it up again. Like the like remember um, when I first started working where we work? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then how I dressed, and then how I gradually changed over time. <laughs> More college shirts for your boy. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think I had one or two to my name when I first started working there. Yeah, it's called it's called graduation, man. You graduated, brother. <laughs> so now I'm just sitting there like it's time to update again. Yeah, because now I think I have too many college shirts. Yeah, that and I'm sitting there like you you can find a way to still look uh, very professional without. You know, going dressing up to the nines, like not everybody's you, Reggie. Yeah, I'm not gonna wear the nah, the color. I'm not gonna wear those yellow pants. Stop it, only man. you can rock those. I can't stop, do it. Stop it, man. But uh, yeah, let's talk about how how has uh, COVID affected your family in particular? Because I, I know um, you're a very strong family. So uh, let's yeah. let's talk about how has it affected your family. So for me personally, you know my my outspec my my introspect on life and how I mm-hmm. view things are very different from others. So for me, um, what I will share and what I will state is that. COVID-19 has been a gift and a curse um, for the Hester household. It's been a gift because just like most Americans and most families throughout this this world, it has brought us closer together because you you don't have nothing but time to spend with uh, your family. So you're eating breakfast every day, you're eating lunch, you're having dinner, um, you're having more conversations. um, And that's I think that's a, a, a component that was missing in most of the elements of our families. And I think that's why the world is in a, in a space that it's in now. You really don't have a chance to know your family. You, you, you live with these people every day. You breathe the same air. You eat when you eat, but you don't really know what's really going on with them. So now COVID has forced all of us to turn the page and to actually be intentional about our conversations and how we interact and, and engage with one another. It also, uh, you know, to be honest with you, uh, has has taught you how to when they get on your nerves to find a safe space in the house or to go outside <laughs> the house. So, you know, you don't scratch nobody's eye out, you know, what I mean, or, or bite them, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. but it's been fun, man. We've been having more games um, with distant relatives playing, mm-hmm. you know, taking the apparatuses such as Zoom um, mm-hmm. as, as uh, Facebook Messenger. Uh, you know, we do crazy stuff. We always go on, on live to do crazy stuff and all that kind of stuff, man. But it's it's actually it's actually been very, very fruitful um, for our, our family. The the curse of it is that you don't actually get a chance to have the um, the needed um, contact, the physical contact with various family members. Mm-hmm. So like my mom, for example, is in a, 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 a an assisted living facility mm-hmm. and because of the COVID-19 epidemic or pandemic, we cannot physically touch, can't physically kiss her and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So we missed her birthday. We've missed Mother's Day, of course. Mm-hmm. We talked to her through a window, through a doorway, but that's just not like the physical touch. Uh, because as mm-hmm. you as you mentioned, we are a very close-knit family. Mm-hmm. Um, it has impacted um, some of my friends that we've lost. I lost some frat brothers who've lost a mom and dad recently. Mm-hmm. Um my son lost his uh, grandfather um, mm-hmm. just because it, it, it has impacted New York something fierce, as mm-hmm. we all know. But <clears throat> by the grace of God, man, and we're all doing well, um, you know, just because, you know, we keep on keeping in contact with each other as much as we can, as frequently as we can. Um, 
and I look forward towards the game nights and the Zoom meetings. Uh, we have mm-hmm. a scheduled Zoom meeting with, with distant family uh, down south. Um, and I think this week's theme, you have karaoke. So you're going to have <laughs> all these crazy folks, you know, mm-hmm. practicing. Uh, and the Zoom meeting went out on Sunday or for, or for you or Monday, excuse me, mm-hmm. for you to be practicing. So people are, you know, getting geared up for tomorrow night's um, karaoke get down. Mm-hmm. So oh, karaoke, karaoke get down. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm jealous that I can't see it. Just yeah. let me know. I'll, I'll text you about it later. Well, I pray for it. We probably don't even want it to be seen, man. We got some nut jobs in our family, man. <laughs> so, like, in terms of, I totally completely agree with you um, about how it's a curse, especially in terms of physical contact with your family. Like, I miss my mom yeah. terribly. Yeah. And, you know, she's in California and yeah. the state's starting to open up in California, but I'm nervous, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. um, you know, my, it's just like I wish I was there. Like, the minute we're allowed to fly, I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. I'm going home. I, I need to see my mom. It's been too long. I wasn't able to see her for her birthday last year because she went on vacation. You know, she 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 was living her best life, which you know she deserves. But yeah, I need to yeah. see my mom. I understand. So and but you know we're, we're similar because you know you know we we are technically the only children. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I understand exactly what you talk about. It's nothing like mama, man. Hmm. Yeah. So um, I think. I think I've I've mentioned it on my podcast before, which is crazy because you haven't been able to figure it out mm-hmm. and, and actually listen to a few. But I've I've, I've mentioned um, that we shouldn't be like society. If society goes back to the way it was after COVID, I don't think we've learned anything. You know, in I don't terms think... of go ahead. I, I think in terms of maybe how we interact with each other, all the all the new ways that I'm watching certain businesses just find a way through. Like, let me I'll just use my favorite bargain, which is an example I use with Toriana when we talked uh so my favorite bar um is using like contactless drive-through right mm-hmm. like so 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 um so obviously you can't go into the bar but if you can still get food and stuff from there but okay. what they did they they had they designed a box that they put the stuff in very it, it actually looked very decorative and it's, it's actually it's like a box that uh, you can use for other things okay you know we just know their packaging on it and all that stuff and they give it to you but i think it's just the fact that they're they're they found a very unique and inexpensive way to to show you that they care about you about you as a customer because they also write little notes but also i mean i've been going to that bar since college yeah you know? yeah yeah so they so they know me so you know some of the bartenders there you know that we crack jokes we roast each other so like when i when i went to go pick up some just because you know i gotta support the businesses i really care for they're like oh snap you know they write a little note i pick up my food and then you know just to know that they have a very strong maybe not a big customer base that's right there right now but very strong and loyal customer base where they write little personalized notes in a box and you can actually use for other things and also it's a way that they're keeping you safe mm-hmm. but they're also keeping themselves safe mm-hmm. so just something like that really stuck out in my mind mm-hmm. and if, if if that bar is doing that i wonder what big companies are doing like I, I, the one thing that really popped in my mind the other day is like car dealerships Mm-hmm. Think about you, you're trying to go buy a car. Sure, you will go buy a car, but how is that? How has COVID affected that? It's not like you can walk up and shake the car salesman's hand anymore, yeah. right? And and yeah. then go that way. So, are, what are they trying to do? Especially since I have a former college teammate who's a car salesman, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to uh, get with him and just talk to him, and see like, hey, how how has this affected your business and things like that? Mm-hmm. So, I think I'm very curious to see once society opens up, how society adjusts, how it adapts, because. There's so many different things in my mind that I'm like, oh, this could happen or this could happen, especially now that we figured out that maybe the way we're doing things before is very ineffective. And then I wonder how things will change from there. 
So me personally, again, I, you know, I, I have a very um, different view on life and the way I see things and understand and process. Mm -hmm. I think that because we've been forced to do social distancing and been forced to stay at home, um, I think that's a temporary uh, platform, me personally. Mm -hmm. I think because it was mandated for safety reasons, and I understand that, I agree with it. I don't want that to be you know, misinterpreted. I, I didn't think that it was a necessary move. Absolutely, I agree to that. But because we are humans, and because of things that we spoke about earlier, right? I think once everything is uh, lifted and they start um, uh, rolling um, the guidelines to let people back into society, I believe mm -hmm. it's going to go right back to. Um, as much as possible, let me say that. I think it's going to go mm -hmm. right back to what it was before. I mean, if you look mm -hmm. at it throughout the states, like your mom is in California, you know what I mean? Like people are anxious to get back to the beaches. And so mm -hmm. even when they open up that window, they flooded the beaches. They weren't practicing social distancing because that's not of the norm, right? I know. We saw that. At, yeah, we saw that in Florida Without when they had the Florida. highest number of cases. Cases, you like, know what ridiculous. I mean? Like, I was just talking to my good friend down in Atlanta before we started this, 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 call, this call, man. Like, down in Atlanta, they open up everything. Everything is opening up on the 13th of this month. Mm -hmm. What I think mm -hmm. is it today, right? Yeah. And so yeah. because we're still, um, you know, in uncharted waters and unprecedented, uh, unprecedented times, I think people are going to go back to what they know. And that's to socialize and to be in people's faces and all that kind of stuff. Whether it's unsafe or not, I, I don't think people even care about the safety. Um, because as we know that the numbers are still growing, we don't really have no solid evidence of what is causing COVID-19 um, mm -hmm. and how it spread it or how it spread um, universally and all that kind of stuff. So it's just going to be interesting to sit back and, and to watch what I would tell everybody is just to be as safe as you possibly can. Um, mm -hmm. You know, practice social distancing. Make sure you wash your hands. You should have been doing that all the way. But I'm also of the mindset, um, you know, my wife you know, is on my head when I say these things, but I actually believe that we all innately have COVID-19. I, I just believe that we all have something inside of our bodies that trigger it. It, it, it mm. just like a, a cold or just like with anything, uh, mm -hmm. I think it's triggered by germs. Like if you don't have a healthy immune system and if you mm -hmm. have all, you know, previous, um, um, what they call, um, um, immunity, yeah. Not even immunity, not even antibody. The um, uh, pre-existing conditions. That's what I'm looking there for. There you go. There if, you go. Okay. If you if you already had some of those things, I think you're going to be more susceptible to have um, be affected by COVID nineteen. Mm -hmm. I believe back in October and November. I know, especially at the job and throughout the community. Like I watch, I'm an avid pundit of Good Morning America. So mm -hmm. they were saying that this is the worst flu season that we've ever had on record mm -hmm. and knowing what I know now and the research and the reading and following the trends and everything, I believe we had COVID back in October and November. Mm -hmm. They were considered to be the flu because the symptoms are so similar to one another. Mm -hmm. And I'm <clears throat> gratefully, um, I don't, I normally don't get sick. Um, anyway, I have a, a very healthy immune system. I, I, I'm still working out every, just about every day. Um, but I believe people that, don't work out that don't eat right that are prone 
or susceptible to normally get colds, those are the ones that's been impacted um, or that have compromised immune systems are the one that's been affected the most. So we would definitely want to make sure we take care of the elderly, the people that, that have the compromised immune system um, and just be respectful to do your due diligence to make sure that you're taking care of your fellow uh, mankind. So um, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess my, my, you kind of, you, you covered my next question, how you feel about States kind of opening up, yeah. but um, how have you felt? I, I guess that um, I see experts saying that, Oh, there's going to be a second wave, a second wave, especially now that um, Dr. Fauci. Yeah. And he was like, okay, if we do, if we open up wrong, the second wave could be way worse than the first. Yeah. You know, in terms of um, exposure and things like that. And also we should not be in a rush because even let's look at some, uh, an organization like the NBA where they've already said, I don't think we'll have fans in next season. We haven't even finished this season. And we, I, they, they're already, they've already kind of, kind of undergone the process of not having fans next season. And then NBA released that attendance is 40% of their revenue. Yeah. So, so go ahead. So, no, no. So what I, what I, what I want to tell you, Luther, mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to give it to you raw, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to have health, and you have finances. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, as human beings, finances trumps health. Mm -hmm. It's been said by governor, uh, governing officials. I'm not going to get on no political tirade because I'm not really into politics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So what what I would tell you is that when people when you start taking money out of people's pockets right they will start doing some weird things and they will jeopardize this, the health and safety of other people just to satisfy their pockets being fed mm-hmm. and so what i will share with you man and, and I, I firmly believe this poor people have always been surviving since the beginning of time that's the only thing we know how to do is is to survive mm-hmm. so people who have money wealthy folks they're the ones that's scrambling right now because they've never been in this position before mm-hmm. you understand like oh my god uh, what are we going to do like I, I i don't have as much money as i've had before right mm-hmm. and i don't i've never been in this position before and like my my pockets are being impacted and so now they're scrambling and they're just coming up with all kind of irrational illogical uh ideologies about we need to get sports back we got to do this. We got to do it. Well, at the end of the day, you don't really, they don't really seem to care to me about the health and well-beings of their, um, of, of their fan base. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they rather compromise the safety um, of the people's health for the integrity and, and the games being played. Now, trust me, I am a, I said, I watch good morning America. That's like number two, but I watch sports center. Mm-hmm. The first thing I do, you know what I mean? So I miss sports. I'm an athlete. I still do athletic things now. I would love to see a sports game, but also I'm not interested. We are at 1.3 million people um, that's infected, I believe, in the United States. Uh, if I, if yeah. I, yeah, we're number one in that in that stat. In that uh, most stat. People, yeah, and, most and, people who've been affected and, and also most people who have died and, from and COVID the, as well. And, and, and the free world, right? This is the mm-hmm. United States of America, man. And for Dr. Fauci, who I highly respect, who is a scientist, you know what I mean, and knows this stuff, that watches the trend, for people to go against him and say, like, he don't know what he's talking about just to open up because they're missing some money. Nah, man, we, we got it. We got it backwards. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's, 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 it's irresponsible, it's reckless. And if we open up too early, with not just the sports arena, but you know, people trying to go to clubs and bars and restaurants and hair salons, like I get it, everybody want to be fly, but everybody just need to chill. You know what I mean? Like, and and just make sure that you don't open up too fast because if we at one point three right now, and we've taken this precaution, we can't we can't affect to eliminate you know possibly two million three million people just because we're in a rush. Like that's that's crazy. So. Um... I guess another. I guess another one of your points is um, kind of you. You're worried about us opening up too fast, but also my problem is the spread of misinformation. Like, yeah. and uh, from people who who I was either close to at one point or I've interacted with, and I'm like, why are you purporting this? And like, I've even I've even heard somebody go as far back as blame Obama for this. Like, yeah, Obama orchestrated this. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why would he orchestrate this? And then he's saying because he's a he's a Trump supporter, yeah. and he's sending like, oh, just to take Trump down. I'm like, do you understand how asinine that is to take one man down, even though he's even if he's the president? Um, that's that's ridiculous to do all that to to basically kill hundreds uh, or thousands of people for to take one man down. Look, I, I don't know. I I, I I tend to stay away from conspiracy theories and things like that. And this movie that they're purporting now called Plandemic, which I refuse to watch. I'm like, what's the point? I, I don't see the the point of doing that. I'll listen to medical experts, and um, just I'm just saying, guys, please be careful. It's not really worth risking your health. And like like you said, like poor people or people without the means can't survive. You will you will be you you will adapt because that's what you've done your whole life is adapt. Yeah, that's the only thing. So, that's the only thing you know, mm-hmm. it's in your it's in your DNA to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, you know, people like who you, who you were mentioning, mentioning, like we all have our own beliefs. We have our own feelings. We have our own thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, you know, some people you're not going to convince you, mm-hmm. because they are so in tune and, you know, you're not going to change anybody's minds or thought patterns. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm of the one that do my own research and I read mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. And like Jay-Z said, women lie, numbers lie. I mean, men lie. He said, men lie, women, women lie, but numbers don't. And all thing you have to do is just look at the numbers. You look at the data for yourself. And if you have any um, <laughs> mental fortitude, if you have any type of integrity, all you got to do is look at the data and the trends and to find out like what you're talking about is not accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, if you talk about Obama, everybody want to blame somebody. Well, if you do anything about Obama... Like, this is not me talking because I, w- I was a huge supporter of President Obama, but he had the, he had the people in place to tackle this pandemic. In fact, he said that if we don't put these precautions in place, that this could happen. He said this two years ago. Mm-hmm. But however, our president now dismantled it. A lot of that funding went to build his wall. Right. But I don't want to get I don't I don't want to, you know, shoot no daggers and all that kind of stuff. But just do your research. All you got to do is read yeah. My thing is just that I, I, I really trend before I get in, in any kind of political discussion on Facebook, yeah. which I really I really tend to stay away from because like you're right, you're not going to convince some people. Yeah. And I, I'd rather even if I don't talk about it, if I see somebody say something, I will uh, I will do my own research on it. So yeah. I'm sitting there like even I look at a movie called Plandemic and I'm sitting there like just no, no, yeah. I'd rather waste. I'd ra- I'm not going to waste my time watching this when I can do something more productive yeah with my time and also i can just i can read what other what what actual professional um people in the medical industry have have, have talked about that 
exactly. talk, uh, like they review the movie they talk about it yeah. and I'll, I'll i will i will basically in a way kind of take their word for it yeah and so i guess another thing is here um so with states opening up and first of all this has been a crazy year and we're we're not even halfway through it we're we're now what uh, almost two we're in may well, we're, yeah we're in may and we're we're about halfway through the year thirds, yeah yeah and then we're sitting there like what how do i describe this to people like watching the memes and all that stuff and then first of all this was already an important year be politically because it's an election year right yeah. and then we have um our president and and our president's up re-election um all we had what at one point it felt like we had 30 democrats running for the democratic nomination yeah. we had all that and then to have if you really think about it the, in january australia was like the force in australia was basically on fire yeah like yeah. you saw people like some lady literally using her shirt to save a sloth from a burning tree yeah. i remember that image then kobe dies yeah you know then uh the plant the pandemic starts coming and people we don't know that and then um we with all the then we have even to right now with all the misinformation and um the confusing kind of uh rhetoric we're getting from our government in terms of like our president literally told people if drink you, bleach. you yeah drink bleach or take a little bit of disinfectant will will we'll take covid away and then literally people are going to do it because like you said they want to go back to work no people want to do this they, yeah they people did, did it people did it. did it and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, then now we have i guess especially affecting both of us personally with um the death of Amar Arbery and then the death of which uh Toriano told me about yesterday these cops who went into the home went to the wrong home and killed a lady who's lady, sleeping lady in Kentucky another another situation yeah. like that so we have that it's like, and I'm sitting there like how am I going to describe this to some how am I going to describe this year to somebody five years from now not even maybe next year or 10 years from now like I, I'm even sitting there like with your son uh, basically with your son how are you gonna how is he gonna describe this year yeah well because, I, I think mm -hmm. everything happens for a reason man again like I, when we first started i think that this uh this this whole situation has been a gift that has been and a curse mm -hmm. i can tell you in, in all my almost 44 years on this earth i've never seen anything even remotely close to this we've had travesties travesties mm -hmm. um in our lives um but we've never had back to back to back uh, travesties and then we definitely have not had a, a, a pandemic you know with every problem it presents an opportunity mm -hmm. and so i'm not even interested in blaming the government or the president or i'm not interested in blaming nobody only thing yeah, that's, really, a, yeah. Yeah, that's only, a waste of time to, to, yeah, to be to yeah, spend that blame like, around like, like you already know you already know what the issue is right and so it's weak for you to just go ahead and join on the bandwagon as opposed to pivot and reverse course and go do something different if you're not talking about helping people during this time, you know what I mean, like that are struggling. If you're not talking about doing something positive for your community, if you're not trying to do something to better yourself or your family for future, right? Then shame on you, because with all this downtime, you have more than enough time to be more constructive, to be more positive, focused, to be more intentional. You know what I mean? To, mm -hmm. to 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 lose yourself, as Eminem said, like to give mm -hmm. up yourself to help other people, man. So that's where my focus is at. You know, we we could do, we could do, you know. And I'm more interested in just listening as opposed to, to being reactionary. You know, mm -hmm. because where I'm at right now in the space that I am, the headspace and emotional space, I'm I'm in a position that I want to help people and do what I can do to um to support mankind while i'm here on this earth and that's that's it that's who i am as a person 
but even more i think this this has forced my hand to be even more intentional to do something to help others as opposed to always worry about you know me 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 so i want to kind of go back to your family for a second was your daughter able to come home because it's crazy for her she just graduated yeah she graduated graduated college yeah Mm -hmm. man so and so i've been thinking about you know like I just realized how blessed I am, man. And I, my heart bleeds for these families um, who um, who babies high school or college that was supposed to, you know, graduate. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, personally, you know, I was actually supposed to walk the stage myself in um, in July mm-hmm. to go get my um, to to get my my, my doctorate. I'm mm-hmm. out, I've already finished it, but, you know, to, to do the ceremony. But. I'm grateful again. This time last year, I would have been in the same position uh, of the families that was impacted this year. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, my son and daughter graduated from college last year. Mm-hmm. And so to have um, an event like that, that you've worked all your life, you talk about from pre-K, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like from the, from, from the womb, pre-K, elementary, middle, high school, you know, college, and now you won't be able to graduate, man. So I just hope that whether you're, you know, a conservative, if you're a liberal, if you're a Democrat or Republican, I hope everybody come together as one so we can support these babies and, and, and give them the, ba- the biggest celebration that they deserve because they worked hard for that. And it's unfortunate that, you know, this pandemic has put them in a position where we can't, you know, give them what they deserve with respect to a, a graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. I saw a dad in Alabama, which I thought was the dopest thing that I've seen. Mm-hmm. He actually did the graduation ceremony in front of his house. Mm-hmm. Like he, he built a, a stage and had the platform and had people, his family sit out in like in a, uh, in like the, in, like in a yard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and he was, you know, talk, talk about his daughter and all that kind of stuff. That's like, that's like amazing, man. That's, that's like beautiful. And that's what a father does for mm-hmm. his children. You know what I mean? But that, I think that was like the hottest thing I, I've seen in, 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 in some time. Mm-hmm. So salute that. Salute that man. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, I, if I don't I can't remember. Can you tell me the ages of your of your kids again? Yeah. So we got three. The mm-hmm. oldest is 23. She's mm-hmm. still in Florida. So when you ask that she come home now, nah, she's working. <laughs> she's OK. Like, oh, OK. Good. Good for her. I, I was going to say good. Good. Yeah, she was no, able she- to find work and she's working yeah so she's working and uh, mm-hmm. she's about to get ready to go to grad school um mm-hmm. my son he's working uh he's mm-hmm. in new york and the baby well he ain't no baby he's 14 he's here mm-hmm. he's actually upstairs working on his schoolwork, finishing that up now i was going to say uh so let's let's fo- uh focus on your, your two older ones yeah. so i'm basically obviously i'm on the, of the i'm of the same generation as as them i'm 27 yeah. So kind of I've sat there. I really this only came from a meme that I saw the other day. Like all the all the all the 90s babies, if you really think about it. Like um I was born um this basically 93. Just remember 93 itself. Oh my uh, was God. It Ronnie King, OJ. I was yeah. a I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Like just you you went through like I, right when I came into the thing, OJ was captivating America in a slow Bronco chase on yeah. on uh, on the 10 freeway in LA. Yeah, and uh, so then, kind of going through that, and then we had nine uh, eleven. We had the even the terrorist attacks in Kenya. Yeah, and then kind of going through the the two thousand eight recession. Then yeah. we had was it swine flu, mm-hmm. um, uh, SARS, Ebola, SARS, Ebola, SARS. We yeah. had all that, and then yeah. um, Obama being the first black president. 
Yeah. And then um, then we now we have uh, our new our, our new president. Then we have the pandemic. Then we have all this stuff going climate change. All these things. I'm sitting like, we are unique in a yeah. way. Even you, because uh, to kind of uh, to lump you in there as well. You you have seen it all, as especially with '93, as you're really be growing up and watching everything. And you've kind of been through it all. And then now you're raising kids in this kind of era. Yeah. So to see all the different changes that we've had society wise like from the rise of cell phones remember when they were i remember when they were huge because my mom showed me one now they're they could look at this thing this all is a do, cell phone this is ridiculous this is, got, this is ridiculous it's in my hand right here all you gotta like, do is watch new jack city you know what i mean like and see <laughs> when nino brown's carrying that big old look like a loaf of bread yes yeah so uh get, get, i guess the main thing is how are your uh kids kind of adjusting to this because they've just hit the workforce you know yeah. I can only imagine how I would be if I was fresh out of college and I'm going to go work and then pandemic. So yes. how are they handling it? So honestly speaking, Riasha actually started working um, last. Uh, she graduated in May and I think she got her job in July. I was only working like, you know, like at a daycare or something like that. So it really impacted her. She's able to transition. So now she's working at another facility in her, her major. Mm-hmm. RJ, my son, the middle boy, it actually um, messed him up because RJ graduated in May and he actually just started working about a month ago. Mm-hmm. He had been looking for a job, looking for a job, looking for a job, couldn't find one. Then boom, the pandemic came. Mm-hmm. So it almost took him a year for him to find a job. And, you know, I'm so proud of him because, you know, he was persevering. He persevered and stuck with it, stuck with it. He was frustrated. The walls were coming in. I'm like, man, it's going to happen. But when it's time to happen, it will happen. You can't force anything, right? And so I asked myself, how is it? He said, it's hard. I said, well, yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you, brother. Like, you better enjoy this downtime because once you get into that real world, baby. It's a wrap. It, it's a wrap. There ain't no more free time. And so All of a sudden, like, you're, buying, yeah, you're buying things you never thought you actually needed to buy. And so he's like, you know, I get a paycheck and everything. But it's hard. Like, yeah, man. Like, that's what I was trying to tell you. But I'm, gra- I'm grateful. I'm glad that he had a chance to, to gain this experience. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that, you know, when you want something very, very bad and you, it doesn't come when you want it, it actually mm-hmm. toughens you up, right? Mm-hmm. And it prepares you for when it's delivered to you. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm of the mindset, man, that nothing in, in life happens uh, with, without cause, like without reason. Nothing just happened haphazardly, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, like, during these times, like I, I like I, I said, I keep coming back to the same base, man. Like we have to take this time in order to fortify ourselves, to strengthen ourselves, to become more mentally in tune and, and sharper than probably any time in, in life because the world will change. But I also believe that through this change, what they say, we don't remain. What is it? What don't remain the same? Whatever that term is, it's gonna mm-hmm. go back. It's gonna go back to normal because people are going to force their way to get what they want. Like I was looking at the people in Florida, they want the gyms back. So they out at the Capitol and they're exercising, doing push-ups and burpees and pull-ups and all this kind of stuff. And so people are just going like, we keep talking about in education, like bullying. We don't want a no bullying rule, but people wind up bullying their government officials. So that's why some of these things are opening up. That's really, that's the world that we live in. How do you feel about the, the protests? I mean, we've seen the one in Michigan where they're literally carrying rifles to the state capitol. And uh, 
Yeah, they even had um they had a a black uh, a black legislator in I Michigan where she was she was uh, escorted by by the, mm-hmm. by the dudes. But I mean, some of that stuff is for attention. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. some people just need a hug, man, and because they can't hug each other, they they acting out. They they just like kids, man. <laughs> for real, what's the purpose of taking a gun? Like, what's your purpose of of carrying a, a AR fifteen to the state capitol for you protesting? And Lord knows, Lord knows, if something pops off, we have yeah, a man. situation at the Capitol. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, people just doing a lot of these things for attention, just to say that I did it. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a real man on a real woman to do something in the dark without all the cameras and all the lights, right? If you're going to do something, take action when nobody is looking. Mm-hmm. You know, like I used to tell my kids when I was in the classroom, man, like, I know this is a bad analogy, but like, this dude, you know, is an educator. He used to say this stuff, but it's true. You know, a crackhead, right, is a singular term, but even a crackhead know you can't cut a fool in the middle of the street. So you see crackheads, you know, plural. You see multiple people. You see alcoholics. They hang with each other, right? And so I use that analogy and that summation to simply mean, like, people won't stand up on their own ones and twos. It's more convenient for them to do it in groups, when you do it in groups, you are not as easily embarrassed. You feel like you got the support. You feel like you get the attention you need because it's more numbers. But it takes a real man and it takes a real woman to stand on your own ones and twos to get it. So even if you don't agree to what the government is doing, like you should be able to articulate why you don't agree. And you have to look at everything from the left as well as the right side. You can't have a selfish mindset of like, I want it my way. I want it my way. Because soon as... And like even the president has said, which is, you know, again, I don't want to go go down that rabbit hole. But even the, the president has said, we're going to lose, you know, we're going to lose more lives, you know, because of this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know that if you do certain things, if you go down a one way street, you're either going to kill somebody. Or you're going to get a ticket. We know what the outcome is going to be. So but you, some people are just willing to roll that dice like, hey, man, we got to make this money. I don't care if we lose people's lives. I don't care, man. It was they, they was gonna die of something, and it was just their time to go. So now, now you you got that's a, that's a terrible mentality, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I guess uh, how's your, your your youngest one? How's he kind of handling things? Because he just started high school, right? I'm ready for school to get back, man. He got to go. <laughs> Our grocery bill is out of control, and he is, is he does he play sports too or, or something like that? Well, I mean, he, he, you know, he's a baseball head. Like he oh loved baseball, God. and he couldn't even play his first season, right? Well, no, no, no. So they, they, you know, they actually opened up little league baseball mm-hmm. last weekend, but he mm-hmm. won't be out there. No, no, we're not about to jeopardize, you know, mm-hmm. his health and safety. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah nah. I'm not trying to give you the. I'm not trying to expose you to the plague. No, no, no. We're yeah. not doing that. Like you hand off. Like you just giving him a handoff. Like here you go, and mm-hmm. whatever happens is going to happen. He, he, he is what we was talking about pre-existing condition he he's has asthma very bad you mm-hmm. understand so his 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 system is already compromised and so because they like i said we don't know where where this corona you know stuff is is coming from so like i'm, I'm reading stuff and not facebook you know facebook is cool but that's not where you want to get all your information folks be careful you know pick yep. up some, pick, pick Preach. up, <laughs> pick Preach. up some, some, some some certified magazines man but Preach, keep so, preaching to them. They, they was talking about, you know, like Corona is. They find it's, it's entering your eye. You understand? Like they're finding Corona in your in your semen. You know what I mean? And so even though you can't spread it 
through sexual transmission, but they said the same thing was with Ebola, the same things with the uh, SARS, the same thing with the swine flu. You, they don't know where this stuff is coming from. So whether you're breathing, they have an idea, right? But mm -hmm. they don't know if it's something that you inhale. They don't know if it's when you're talking, it's, it's coming through your saliva or handshakes. And so you just, oh, you have to, you just got to be careful, man. You know, you just got to be careful and do what you can do. I do know and realize that we're all going to die someday. That's an appointment that we all have to uh, keep, right? Mm -hmm. But you just don't want to put yourself in a situation like you can't control when you're going to die, but you can control like how you move and how you, you know, you take care of yourself, so forth and so on. All right. So, oh, I can, I can only imagine how it is to try to raise kids uh, right now. I can only imagine. Same thing with Toriana. Toriana was like, I'm ready for these kids to go back to school. <laughs> so I guess uh, a question is I'm going to ask the uh, same thing that I asked Toriana. So what's the one thing you miss uh, about pre-COVID, uh, that 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 world, that society? Well, you know, like I, I said earlier, you know, you and I are our only children, right? Mm -hmm. And so by nature, I'm a social person. Like, I love people. Like, I love being around people. I love joking around and laughing and you know, acting silly, whether it's at work or whether it's at church or in the community, you know, when I was playing ball, like I miss all of that. Um, Cause you know, you love your family, but just like mm -hmm. with anything, you have to miss people in order for, mm -hmm. you can't miss somebody who you're around all the time. And so mm -hmm. even though it has brought us closer together and we've done more things together, I mean, we were already close knit, but you still, you miss your boys, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. to be able to have those conversations or you miss your coworkers. Like I found myself, like calling um like my co-worker like especially like mr watson that's my dog call him mm -hmm. we talked for like about an hour and a half yesterday just like catching up like how's everything going how's your family like what's new and you know catching up on work and all that kind of stuff so i am an, a very affectionate person mm -hmm. i love like even we've had some work done around the house i wanted to shake the dude hands just like say thank you man like appreciate your work but you're like oh you know like you can't do that and it's just awkward yeah like, it's just so awkward yeah. like people get ready to read like oh you can't do that or before mm -hmm. they shut down churches and everything like you you want like you know how you do the man hug like what's up bro and all this kind of stuff you're like oh mm -hmm. i can't do that no more and it's just <laughs> weird man. like i said for almost 44 years that's the only thing i know mm -hmm. you know slap somebody up or give them dap a pound or you know, give, you know, the ladies a hug and aunties and mamas and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, mm -hmm. do what you got to do. I don't think I'm going to be able to maintain it, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I, I just don't think that's, <laughs> that's just not, um, that's not human interaction, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that, um, you know, with Sigmund Freud, when he started talking about, um, um, you know how we interact and how we engage human human touch is something that's necessary mm -hmm. you know what I mean like that's just that's just what we that's how we engage with each other mm -hmm. so, all right so all right next question what's what's the what's the thing you you what's the first thing you're gonna do once you once you feel safe that it's safe enough to haircut. for you and your family haircut, haircut. like cut. everybody else boy you see in me this is the first time look at yeah. this yeah Carissa cut my hair a couple of weeks ago. I just cut the I just cut the beard this morning. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to grow the beard. Like this is even nasty, but I cut the beard this morning just because it doesn't look full. You know, mm -hmm. like real. I look real patchy and nasty. 
Mm-hmm. So, plus I'm starting I had to see. One of, yeah. I'm I had one see, of my boys, yeah, like suggest. I'm, I'm starting to see too much gray hair. Like I got maybe like about <laughs> 10 pieces of gray hair and that, nah, nah, nah. Well, you could, you, you could uh, try like strategic, what is it? Like the just enough gray? What is that? that just a man, just enough gray? No, no. Make yourself. Seem no. a little more uh, get even wiser than you actually are. I think I think it's, I think it's sexy when I go out and people are like I need your ID. Oh, gladly here you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, oh, oh, this reminds like I think one time me and my mom went out and she got carded, but I did it. Yeah, and she was like, "So you're not gonna card him? That's my yeah. son." And yeah. and the dude and the waiter was like, "No way, that's either your brother or your boyfriend." I was like, yeah. "Excuse me, sir." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yourself, sucker. <laughs> So uh, I guess all right. So after that, so let's say uh, let's say let's say five years from now everything's most necessarily back to normal. How are you going to describe this time to somebody who asks you, whether it's like a little kid or somebody? The only thing you, it, it, I'll say this: it's just almost like this last dance. Mm-hmm. Like, no disrespect, but your generation would not understand what that was like because you didn't live it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they wasn't fouling like that. Like, what you mean? Like they was fighting like that or undercutting people or like teams really had rivalries while they hated each other guts? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So when to answer your question, when somebody asked me what it was like five years ago, all that you could do is speak to them because they, they won't be able to fathom that we could not. We, we've been at home literally for two and a half months. They're not going to be able to understand. Like, what are you talking about? Like, for real? Like they canceled school, like, nah, you lying, or they, they just won't be able to process it. And not necessarily that they, they don't believe you, but you know, mm-hmm. sometimes your experience is your reality. And so because they grateful, hopefully, that they will never have to experience anything like that, man. Like, what you mean no sports? Like, what was that like? Uh, we didn't do nothing but cut grass and do yard work or do projects around the house. And they were like, yeah, we man, watched old, yeah, we watched yeah. old games on on Sports okay. Center, yeah, for real. And so, it's just something that you can. Um, it's it's just something that you you just gonna have to be able to you know to share, and, mm-hmm. and put in a little capsule you know to the best the, the, to the best of your ability. And the only thing you can do is just share with them because they're not gonna be able to. to it, it's just not gonna make sense. Like mm-hmm. restaurants, like you mean the whole city shut down? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was no going out for recreational activities. Like, no, nah, you couldn't go to grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah. I'll be telling them like that's that was all before June. Like yeah. we was doing all that before June. So, you know, and like the numbers here, like it's only like less than one and a half percent here between Kansas and Missouri that, you know, COVID is affected. But mm-hmm. I'm, I, I would be interested, like if I was in a major city, you know, what I mean, like a New York. Right. In which you talk about the coroners could not even hold funerals, mm-hmm. right? They had put they had to put people in meat trucks. They had to incinerate or cremate family members. You couldn't even say bye to them. People ain't gonna be able to process that. You mean like that many people was dying? Like, yeah. I mean, New York was so hard hit, and then watching uh, the governor when because you know he's such oh. a big. Almost like yeah, Cuomo. Like I think, first of all, this this the way he's kind of handled this has turned him into a presidential candidate. By the way, uh, I think Cuomo, it has. Yeah, I don't but think Cuomo wants it. I, I I wouldn't want it. I, first of all, Joe. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan's podcast. He's right. The president is not a one. The presidency or the executive branch is not a one person job. 
Like, and also you shouldn't be like in your seventies being a president, but that's, that's a, that's a fight. I'll just go to my grave on because I'm worried. Like Bernie Sanders had a heart attack running for the thing. Yeah. All of a sudden one Tuesday, some country pop off and now Bernie Sanders got another heart attack because some country didn't listen or is trying to start some stuff. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there like, that's my thing on president, but what I'm, I'm not trying to get political. So, um, just watching, uh, the governor, how he's handled it. And how he's trying to like, look, I'm here, I'm here every day. And then watching how other leaders, even like the the, the British Prime Minister, he didn't take COVID seriously, and he went to a COVID hospital and shaking people's hands, just barehanded. And then he got it, yeah. he got COVID, and now he's like, oh snap, <laughs> he's like, oh snap, it's real. I'm like, yes, it's real. People just weren't dying out there for no reason. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, some it's something about you know, and I might be a little biased, but you know, it is what it is. He is New Yorker, you know, through and through. And so, uh, what Cuomo? You, yeah, Cuomo. And okay. so, what, so what you really have, or he, I believe he's his, his uh, I know he's Hispanic. I want to say Puerto Rican, but anyway, he's a New Yorker through and through. And just like all of us, when you're from your state and you're from your city, mm-hmm. you are you was raised in that community, right? And you was raised in those streets. And so, when you are the leader. And you're on such a huge platform, you will die on that platform because you love the people, you love where you come from, you love the streets. And whenever you have a microphone and you have a voice, you're gonna sound off, man, because you don't want nothing to come happen to your hometown, the people that you love, that has created you and made you who you are. So I salute Governor Cuomo. Um, he's doing a fantastic job. He's holding people accountable. You know, he had not he had not spared no expense to get the resources mm-hmm. and the tools in order to save as many lives as he can. Unfortunately, under his watch, you know, a lot of lives were lost, but it wasn't his fault. You know, the I mean, man. He, I, he, I remember him and, and the president verbally sparring like, yeah, I can't. He's like, I just remember one instance in particular. Like, I can't because the president said the states should be able to get the resources themselves. No, and even even the states that support uh, supported our president, like we don't have the resources. We need the federal government to help us. And every day with him sitting there, like even to the point, uh, was it the New England Patriots filled a full plane, one of their planes up that they used to fly their team around with masks and and supplies to send them down to New York to help. Yeah, he's like. And he, I remember him saying, like, I shouldn't have to ask. The Patriots shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Like, and they hate each other. They did it, yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. You know, Boston people, mm-hmm. New England people, mm-hmm. I mean, not not literally, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a beef between a New mm-hmm. England and a New a New Yorker, right? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's that rivalry. There's a beef. But when it comes to um, humanity, mm-hmm. if you will, right? All mm-hmm. that beef gets set aside because it's really not that serious. It's not it's never that deep. Mm-hmm. When nine eleven happened, they did the same exact thing. You understand mm-hmm. when the Boston Marathon happened, New Yorkers came to their. That's that's what that's what love is, man. And so you have to have the capacity. You have to be a human being mm-hmm. in order to do these things for other people. But when you're so caught up in yourself, man, it's not about people. It's not about the United States. It's not about. The well-being of, 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 of rich or poor people, you know what I mean? Like it's all about me, and mm-hmm. that's the problem. And I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 exit left on that one, man, because I yeah. can go on and on about that one. I know, man, and and oh my goodness, that this hour just flew by. We have fifty-five minutes, man. We just yeah. flew by. 
Yeah, it's so been, it's been a healthy conversation. It's, it's, yeah. it's been a healthy and fruitful, but uh, I think it's a necessary conversation. Yeah. I think the more the more and more people just kind of talk about it. That's why I love watching Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. He just has conversation. He just had Elon Musk on, and then Elon Musk is obviously trying to open his power plant, his Tesla plant in California right now, and Elon he Musk. opened it up actually, and he's on the line apparently with his workers. Yeah, he bugging. Mm-hmm. I, so I just. Yeah, just haven't seen uh, it. Even he has his own kind of doubts about the numbers and things like that. And having just watching a, a comedian like Joe Rogan have these intellectual conversations with with people that, um, you know, that you don't see like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Elon Musk. He talked to Ed, Ed, like was it Edward Snowden, yeah. like via via able to sit down and talk to those people. And I love watching those conversations because you learn so much from seeing people who are experts in their fields, no matter yeah. where they are or in, in, in government or whatever. And watching those things, I think people need to have more and more of those conversations. Actually talk. This isn't like you're screaming at each other, like the whole point where you have to be able to talk and then listen and then yeah. go back and forth. That's that's really important, especially right now with all we've we've hit this era of misinformation and things like that and, and also people are dying from a, from this pandemic you you gotta be able to talk to each other because being yeah. able to talk to each other facilitates other um things maybe you learn something maybe you pr- you're able to protect yourself more from covid or other instances you got to be able to have those conversations yeah it's, it's so. necessary it's necessary mm-hmm. so all right uh um reggie how can the people find your business so they can Cause let's let's blow this up. Vintage Prince, nineteen seventy six. Why nineteen seventy six? Yeah, why nineteen seventy? The year the year the baby was born. Baby was oh, born. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, Vintage so, Prince, yeah. nineteen seventy six. That's it. Yeah, uh, guys, uh, whoever, uh, if you're listening to this or watching this, make sure you go to vintage prince doc, uh, vintage prince nineteen seventy six dot com. Check out. They got great designs. I mean, th- there's great designs for everybody. But also, I mean, you got to support your black businesses, man. You got to. You got to. Put in good work out there. You cl- you can clearly tell that Reggie cares about the products that he puts out to people. And, um, I mean, they look great. They look great. They look so great that I'm sitting there like, I can't wait. That's why I want to go through you. you. You've figured out a process with printing that I've never heard anybody else do. I appreciate I've it. I've never man. heard anybody else do. And sure, there are people out there. But, no, I'm going to support the people who have supported me and from jump even when even though you haven't listened you've always been like hey how's the podcast going how's this i know she's doing this like keep on pushing me even from the back even though we haven't had enough time to kind of sit down and have more of these conversations ourselves you're always like luther how you doing how's your mom how's your family always pushing me and i'm so fortunate that i have people like you around me who are pushing me to go this way to the fact that i figured out a way to do it the podcast (laughs) remotely to have people that who, who are represent a whole bunch of aspects of society like Toriana last week with her having a ment- uh, a, a physically kind of challenged child or a special needs child you with a business you have two kids who just graduated college another one in high school like you have your it's been able to talk to all these different kinds of people and show hey okay that person's kind of dealing with the same stuff I'm doing and here's uh, what he, he here's what he thinks about the situation it's so so valuable to me so go yeah go to vintage prince 1976.com get yourself some merch i appreciate you luther but i, I i'll tell you like the, the book that i read you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the good book says iron sharpens iron and mm-hmm. you know one reason i think you just took a swipe at me so i had to defend myself oh, one, reason, oh. one reason i told you i haven't really listened to the podcast i don't know how to navigate through that stuff man like that's not my skill set 
And I know you've showed me and I've tried even trying to get onto this thing earlier. You see, I was having difficulty and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah. So with my expertise, I could tell you about life and I could tell you about education. And I could tell you how to navigate through life. But I think that me being an old head and you being a young head, I think this is where our, our relational marriage works because what I don't know, I'm going to lean on you. Like I, when I don't know that I always call you, I text you, Luther, how do you do this? Can you do this for me? And vice versa. Like you have to have those relationships in order for you to grow healthy, sustainable bridges, man. And so I salute you. I'm so proud of you because um, you have come a long way. But I, I've always told you that your potential is limitless, man. And you're going to go places that you probably never thought you can't see it. Um, but I, I know it. It's not even I see it like I know it um, just because you're so moldable and you are a very humble young man and you want to learn and grow. And that's a that's a cocktail a, a, a straight up cocktail for success, man. So we want to keep you keep keeping on. You keep doing what you do, man. Whatever we can do to support you, we're here. I I, I wholeheartedly appreciate it, Reggie. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, let's let's wrap it off so we you can go back to getting those orders done for your people. Okay. And so uh, so guys, if you guys have any questions or uh, for me or Reggie, either about his business or how he how he makes his clothes, if you want to get in contact with uh, with Reggie. Um, you can call me and I'll definitely forward him the, the information at 805-539-2698. Make sure you leave a voicemail. I've, at one point, I was getting so many kind of messages or calls from there because it goes directly to my phone. I was like, you know what? Just leave a voicemail and I'll, and I'll approach it. Like, I'll get to you in the order that it was received. So please make sure, once again, call 805-539-2698 if you have any questions for me or Reggie. And uh, leave a voicemail, and and how we will get back to you at our earliest convenience. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Twitter at YCMWT, and uh, make sure you like the Facebook page or follow me. Follow the Facebook, follow the podcast page on Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast almost everywhere podcasts are available. I'm talking iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Listen Notes. Uh, what is it? Player.fm. It's so many places now. It's so many places. So uh, you guys can go there. iHeartRadio as well. Can't forget that. Um, also don't forget to subscribe to rate and review because those help all your reviews help because I'm always trying to get better. Um, Reggie, how can the people contact you uh if, if they if, if they if they want to reach you? Yeah, same thing. Uh www.vintageprints1976.com uh, or you can email me at vintageprints1976 at gmail.com. Um, if you need to get in contact with me, uh otherwise get in contact with Luther and he will make sure I get the information. You got it. You got it. Anything else you want to you want to add, Reggie, before we step out? Yeah, I'll be safe, man. Be good. Um, live your best life and, you know, take this time to plant a seed for your future. That's it. You got it. You got it. Guys, take care of yourselves. Please stay safe. I know everything's open up. I know. I know you want to go back to the bar. I know you want to go talk to that girl. I know you want to do all this, but please be safe because right now we're in a very vulnerable time in America where that second wave could be coming and it could be a problem. So um, please stay safe. Reggie, thank you so much for hopping on and having this conversation with me. We got to do this again uh, off the podcast. It's, it's been a while since we had a conversation. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me know. I'm here. All right. All right, guys. Stay safe. Okay. See you later, guys. Bye. Peace.